It is the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews of the premier artists and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast at DynastyPodcast.com. This week, Anna Hovat. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here with Anna Hovat, uh, returning after just talking to you a couple months ago in my class. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you have a lot going on right now, not the least of which is your five-year anniversary party. We're going to talk all about that. But first, kind of, how has 2014 been for you and the business and everything? It's been a great year for me. I've expanded to more stores in Chicago that are doing really well and introducing my line to customers that wouldn't necessarily see it primarily through social media. Um, and just expanding the business. And I'm soon coming out with my full menswear line called Hovit. I'm very excited about that. So I will definitely check out because I know I've seen like the the hoodies and stuff like that that you've had and they're like, they're always so, so nice. And I always miss out before, like, before they're all sold out. So hopefully there's like a larger stock coming. Yeah, there definitely is. And we're doing a few more styles, but it's all cut and sew sweatshirts, basically male versions of what I already am known for, which is like cool hoods, cool collars, um, priced between $100 and $150, all made in Chicago, very high quality, and once again, limited runs. So they're very exclusive products. And you're always about comfort. That's the thing about your work is that it's like very comfort oriented, which I appreciate because I don't wear anything unless, I don't wear anything if it looks cool, I wear anything if, it, if, if it's comfortable. That's like a big thing. I'm the same way. Like, I want to be physically and mentally comfortable, so if it's something that will make me look good and I can move in, I can play in, I can work in, that's what I want, and that's why I think women usually buy my things. Yep. Now, you know, being in the stores, you're talking about, like, reaching people who might, you might not get through social media. And obviously, like, the college crowd's probably pretty easy to get through social media, the more tech-savvy crowd. But how much of a difference does it make being in a physical retailer where you're going to reach people who maybe don't even have a smartphone yet? You know, they're still living in a kind of a different kind of environment. Yeah, it's really interesting. I'll see women I don't know at all wearing my stuff, and that's incredible. Like, I'm like, oh, you're not just buying it because you're my friend? Like, you saw it in a store, and you loved it, and you bought it. Um, So that's really inspiring to me, and to see, you know, the different ways they interact with the stores and how much the stores support me. And in turn, I support Chicago businesses because they're making money by selling my clothing. Uh, What are some of the Chicago retailers where people can find your, you know, your work and your lines? Um, Wolfbait here in Logan Square is a great retailer. Floridora in the South Loop, Vivid Braille in Bucktown, Milk Handmade in Andersonville, and Squashed in Humboldt Park. Wow, man. So you're like, that's the whole spread. You're all over in Andersonville. I feel like it's a great neighborhood for you. Like, that's such an up-and-coming, I think a lot of people maybe don't even know, but Andersonville is like an awesome place, and I think it would be a great fit for what you're doing. Oh, yeah. It's so cute. There's so many cute boutiques and stores up there, and a lot of people live up there. And so they're like, oh, you sell to a store in Andersonville? That's way easier for me to get to than coming down to your studio in the West Loop. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I know, you know, when you were in my class at Columbia a couple months ago, you were talking a couple months, a year, seven years ago. I don't know. Time has just flown by. Uh, You know, one of the things that you were talking about is how far in advance you're working. You know, like when you have your summer line showing, you're way ahead in terms of what you're designing. So kind of where are you right now at the end of July in terms of what people aren't seeing? You know, the end of July is is a strange time to have a fashion show because usually it's in October or February. So for this show, I'm showing what I'm currently selling so that people can buy it right off the runway. Then I'm also showing what I'm going to be producing and selling in the next few months. So it's kind of a mixture and a transition between my spring, summer 14 into my fall, winter 14. But then I'm also currently designing spring, summer 2015 while I produce 
fall of 14. <laughs> I mean, it, does it get just really crazy to kind of keep that all straight in your head? Because I know on my end, like, you know, I, I go to a lot of, like, conferences. I go to a lot of uh, festivals and all those kind of things. They require planning far out in advance. So kind of in the back of my head, I already have somewhat of a roadmap for 2015, which is kind of crazy in, in July 2014. How do you keep that all straight as like a young business owner? You know, it's been a hard thing, especially with production, because whenever you're planning production, especially in the city here, you need to order all the fabric and do all the patterns and do all the grading and have it cut and then have the sewing contractor take a few weeks to sew it. So, you know, you, you might plan it out to be a certain amount of time and then they're out of your fabric or it's on back order or your sewing contractor's backed up and can't get to your stuff right away. And it's always these production issues that I that every designer in the city has to deal with. So being able to reroute through those or try to plan a little earlier definitely helps. But it's a hard schedule to match for sure. And which it helps to have flexible retailers as well because I don't have as prominent delivery dates and I can just kind of when they're ready give them, you know, whatever they want. Now, you know, how much of what goes into everything you're doing are things that you didn't know about when you started, you know, when you wanted to like become a fashion designer or start producing your own line of clothing? You know, these are things that you realized along the way. You're like, oh, my God, I didn't know this would be this hard. Or I didn't know that this was going to be this time-consuming. That's a really good question. I mean, being a fashion designer, everyone thinks that you sit in a fancy studio and draw things all day. That's about 5%. And then just go to, like, Paris and runways and stuff like that, hang out with Kanye West. Yeah, wear fancy dresses, ride in a limo. Sounds like a very great, easy job. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it's about 5% of what I do. And that 5% is wonderful and awesome. But so much of my time is put up with production. Production, um, just shipping, finances, legal things, uh, marketing, you know, a lot of which I love and I, I'm very right and left brained, so I love merging the two into something. Um, but there's so much about it that I wasn't, you know, aware of or was taught in school. I really had to figure it out, ask a lot of annoying questions, look things up on the internet, um, and just kind of like figure it out as I went. You know, and it's, I think it's important for people to realize whatever kind of creative work you're going to be doing, if you don't really love it and you're not, like, dedicated to doing it, like, 20, 24 hours a day, like, you're not going to be able to do it, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think that goes along with any entrepreneur is you have to be able to work extremely hard and, you know, for little money for a while. And so people who don't love the craft get bored of it and they go on and they take the nine to five because it's easy money. They have to show up at a certain time and leave at a certain time. And as an entrepreneur, like my workday never stops. I don't know what that's like to just be go to work at one point and not have to think about it afterwards. Like Work ends for some people. I know. It's so weird. I talk about that all the time where it's like, I don't really have a day off. Like, I try to make myself have a day off, but if a store needs something, I'll leave the beach and go bring a store something. Or if I get online orders, I'm going to run to the studio and ship those out. Like, And then I also own another business doing standardized test prep tutoring, so I'm balancing all of those appointments at the same time. Always. It's 24 hours a day. I think you have to almost be a little bit, like, kind of masochistic to kind of work the way that we do. You know, like, I know they're very different fields, but it's like, to be any kind of entrepreneur, you have to really really just be willing to sacrifice health and time and, and socializing and all those things. Yeah, I started my business when I was 23, so I had the energy and I had the drive and I got through those hard years with all the energy I had. If I was older, I don't know if I would have been able to do it, but now at 28, I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, everything's smooth, I can enjoy this, um, and it's always been worth it. It's so amazing for me to see women and men wearing my clothes. Like, there's nothing that makes me happier than that. Well, you know, kind of on that note, because you are 
about to hit the five-year anniversary. So what have been some of the highlights of that time? You know, we talked a lot about the hard work, but what have been, what's been the glory of, of owning your own business and producing your own line and having people kind of respond really positively to that? Oh, wow. So many great things. Um, I, I love being an entrepreneur and inspiring young women and, like, getting young women to be excited about creating art and, you know, knowing that it's possible for them to do their own thing and not depend on men. I love, like I said, seeing women wear my art. I love the shows. I love the glamour of putting together a fashion show. I love that, you know, people know me as an artist. Ever since I was little, I've dreamed of being an artist and, you know, being that person. Um, I love the press. I, I've had sponsorships with Sony and F and Vodka and, you know, Kraft and all these different, like, collaborations with artists and, you know, fashion des- other fashion designers, photographers, models, just meeting tons of people. It's yeah, really absolutely. Great. Now, you know, your five-year anniversary party is coming up this Thursday, July 31st, from 7 to 10 p.m. Um, it's a runway show starting at 8.30. It's at the Chicago Art Department, 1932 South Halstead, um, over in Pilsen. What can you tell us about kind of that event and what people can expect, for our, you know, if they're attending? It's going to be a fun party. It's literally a party. Um, it's totally free, so I suggest people come early because it's going to pack up to capacity. Um, we have a photo booth by 10 photos. We have... The very talented Lee Zaremba of Billy Sunday making cocktails for the event. We have Shala DJing. We're going to be selling clothes at the event, and then we're going to have a runway show at 8:30. And so, you said people can purchase like clothing right from the runway, right like on location at the event. Yep, we're going to have all the all the spring summer collection available for sale with a changing room there, so people can buy. Um, and the menswear won't be ready until October, but we will have screen printed T-shirts for men to sell as well. That's awesome, man. And October is the perfect time for it because especially, like, talking about, like, the hoodie production. I was thinking today because it's so hot. I'm like, I can't wait for hoodie weather. I don't want it to be winter. I just kind of want it to be fall for, like, seven months maybe. I'm a summer girl. I love summer. I live for summer. I love summer, but, like, man, it's just the humidity. That's the only thing that gets me. Um, the event is this Thursday, July 31st. It's the Anna Hovet five-year anniversary party. going to be at Chicago Art Department, 1932 South Halstead. And people can check AnnaHovet.com for all the information, right? Yes, that's correct. Um, it's always great to talk to. It's really inspiring because, you know, even though we do very different business, at the end of the day, it's all entrepreneurial. It's all young, like, independent Chicago startups kind of stuff. And I love seeing that. It's really inspiring. And I'm so appreciative that you've taken the time and, and that you came to speak in my class a couple months ago. So congratulations on reaching five years. And thanks so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate the support. Absolutely. This has been the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast. Thanks to Anna Hovet for being on the show this week. You can find more Dynasty podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black. Dynasty Descend.